right, hey, welcome to another episode of Off the Fence. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about like being like where your feet are, like paying attention to the actual place that you are, not letting that restrict you, but but kind of paying attention to it. Now, before we do that, dude, uh, and I'll let you introduce yourself here in a minute, but all right. we're gonna do something super important. We're gonna taste some food, and I all I all I want is you getting off the fence and your opinion on it. Katie will do the same. This is Little Debbie. Uh, snacks. I don't know what they're technically called, anyways. But you get the oatmeal cookie, oatmeal cream pies, right? Yeah, the oatmeal or oatmeal cream pie. My my dad. I remember growing up. My dad uh, had these and and loved these. So try this. First. Try the ice cream and tell me. And if you need to taste this too, to, but it, in theory, the ice cream is supposed to taste exactly like this oatmeal cookie. Yeah, I might have to try that okay. too because I haven't had that in like ten years. Oh, I'm I'm the same. <laughs> Our kids are bananas about those. They love those. You want to hear a funny story real quick? Yeah. Uh, me, my brother, and my sister, we used to call each other Little Debbie because whatever one ate the most of those that week, we would, just, <laughs> we would call them Little Debbie for the rest of the week. They're nice. like the best kid snacks. Uh, oh, man. You just find those little packages everywhere in one of our rooms. For sure. Yeah, and you don't just grab one cookie. No. Like, That's all I need. No. No, you're like, I'm going to grab three. Oh, it's a situation. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So you you guys, I mean, taste it. If you need to taste the cookie, taste the I cookie. I think it does. Tastes really? like it. Mm-hmm. I think little, so, too. The little piece in there. More than some of the others, for sure. So I was telling them, yep. start. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it does. The little chunk in there helps it out. Yeah. For sure. It's like they just mixed it with vanilla just, ice cream. Yeah. This is my theory. Don't try to remake it. Just mix yeah, it in. Just make it simple. Keep it simple. Well done, little Debbie. Little that Debbie, we're little Debbie's today. Now, now we're like more addicted. Like not only was it a cookie to choose from. Oh, it's summertime. Yeah, well, now it's yeah, getting a bowl of that and throwing one of the cookies in there. Shut up. Oh, oh yeah. Man. We have just. Oh man, I I've been trying to. No. I've been trying to evolve <laughs> lately. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy. Like then I, uh, it stinks. Well, okay, so we're easily off the fence mm-hmm. on this one. Right. This does taste like the actual. Is it oat oatmeal? Oatmeal cream pie, I Oatmeal think is what they call it. What's your favorite little Debbie treat? Probably this one yeah. for sure. It seems to be most people divert to the oatmeal. What are the other ones? There's a Nutty th- Bar, yeah. which was Nutty my favorite. Bar, yeah, Nutty Bar was all right. Uh, Cosmic Brownie. Cosmic Brownie. Which is, yeah, if it's there, you eat it. Um, <laughs> um, and then the Swiss Roll. The that, Star Crunch, which I keep, oh, yeah. I don't buy those for our kids because it, just hurts your gums. I was never yeah. a fan of the Star Crunch. Because yeah. uh, it probably did some damage to your gums. Mm, just never did it for me. It's a taste, no. I don't know. Okay. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Those. Yeah. Off the fence. Yeah. It does taste. Well done. Like the cookie. Yeah. Dom, thanks for joining us on this. Uh, thanks for eating food, too. Yeah, for sure. Little uh, snack. Little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so I always give people a chance to give a little bit of a, just tell us, like, a little bit about who you are. But our, our goal with this conversation is I think there's a bunch of people living wherever they're living. Yeah. And they probably have dreams. They probably have, like, oh, I think my <laughs> community should be or have opinions about where they're at. But uh, I think you're one great example of someone who has, um, like, been where you are. Like, you are where you are. I know that sounds like cliche, but, like, right. you literally are where you are. And For sure. But even have dreams and aspirations that go beyond where you are mm-hmm. without forgetting where you are. So yeah. but, but first, just in case someone's listening or watching, they're like, yeah. who is this dude? Tell us who you yeah. are. <clears throat> My name is Dom Klukas. Um, I'm born and raised in Rapid City. Um, I went to Central High School. 
Um, graduated in 2013. So it's been a while. Mm. I almost forgot when it was, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, it gets worse just so Yeah, you know. I was like, she's waiting. When? 2018? No. Yeah, um, yeah 2013. Um, and yeah, I think um, I didn't know what I wanted to do for so long. I, okay. I knew I, I loved to play baseball. That's kind of like, you know, you, you graduate from high school and then you're supposed to go to college yep. and then you yeah. find a job and yeah. that whole thing. And um, school was never for me in the, in the beginning. Never. It never was for me. Um, and it wasn't like a behavior thing. It was just, I, I don't know. I wanted to work with my hands and build something. Or It was just a different learning um, yeah. aspect that I wanted to kind of go down. So um, I, I don't know. I was working these odds and end jobs for so long that it just I, I didn't find happiness in them. And then okay. I... It went from like Ace Hardware to Pepsi to all these different places. And then um, I even moved to Texas and worked on the railroad and I just didn't enjoy okay. it. You know, okay. I just was like, what am I doing? Like if it was a paycheck, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. passion, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, after that, I, I, I look back in people that probably looked at my social media now, like my Facebook or something, they'd be like, yeah, this guy always knew he was going to be a barber because I was cutting hair in high school were you in really college huh. yeah and i didn't even know and maybe it was because my mom mm. she did hair for like mm -hmm. 13 years or something and so maybe i thought i could do it just as good as her and i was like lining my friends up with like a straight razor and didn't even know how you know really <laughs> yeah that's like, amazing i look back and i'm like oh my gosh i was cutting like your hair and we were in like sixth grade like to my friends and then it was right. like we were in college and there was a picture of me cutting my friend's hair. Okay. And so I'm saying that just because I look back and I think it was sitting right there in front of me the entire time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was chasing what I thought was the right thing, yep. you know, uh -huh. like, yep. because in society, I feel like we're, we're not forced, but it's like, this is how it should be. This for is sure. like the perfect thing. For sure. Do this, go sign up for college. Yep. But then you might just be missing out on that, mm -hmm. that thing that is really meant for you. And to me, that was um, cutting hair. Um, I moved to, um, I start, actually, so I started cutting hair in my apartment just cause I thought I was good at it. Okay. Um, okay. you know, I even, I was telling them I hired a photographer. Um, he was taking photos. I started posting them. I was like, I really love this. Like mm. I would get like 10 bucks from my friends for doing this like three hour haircut. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know how to do it, but I just put a bunch of pomade in it and made it look good. And the haircut sucked, you know? So, um, after that, yeah, I was like, I should just go to school for this. And I went to, uh, at the time there's no school here. Um, Really? I didn't in South oh, Dakota okay. at all. Yeah. In 2017. So I applied okay. um, to Emily Griffith um, Technical College in Denver, Colorado. It's right downtown. Okay. Um, went there for a year. Um, yeah. And just uh, fell in love with cutting hair. I won some mm. barber battles there. And I remember I won my first barber battle. It was at a um, this shop. I don't even remember what it was called, but uh, I won first place. And wow. I was like, I battled against people that were graduating. Dang. And um I just like couldn't believe it. I remember I was just like, wow, this is actually for me. Like I thought I was just this guy who like kind of cut hair, but like I just won this like competition. That's I don't awesome. know what I'm doing. And I was like, this is for me. I remember I called my mom and like, I think I found it, you know, Sweet. after searching for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, and then I did a couple more and won them. And then I was, I cut some celebrities and then it, I think, uh, yeah, now I'm back here. You know, I, the mission all along was to come back to Rapid City to start a barbershop. Okay. And that was the goal and nothing was stopping me. You know, people were like, why are you, why are you leaving? You know, you created such a good clientele here and mm. you're doing good. Like, why would you leave? And um, to me, like, you know, if you look at movies now and like um, commercials and like the Super Bowl commercials, barbering is is massive thing now, you know? Okay. Yeah. And because everyone yep. needs a haircut, yep. right? That's yep. the one thing yep. is like yep. everyone's hair is gonna keep growing. Yes. <laughs> so um 
I don't know. I, I think like bringing the culture that you see everywhere else to rapid was really important to me. Cool. Um, because it's normal, you know, like yeah. right when I moved back, I was like in the journal f- multiple times and all these magazines and I'm like, it was cool, but I'm like, this is so normal, you know, yeah. like in, in yeah. Denver, like I was like, I was doing this and no one was getting awards for this there, <laughs> but like, it just hasn't been brought to rapid. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like, that was mm-hmm. so motivating to me, you know, and, mm. um, mm. To bring that here, something that was so normal. So yeah, I mean, I opened up the shop. I was in uh, Sola Studios for one year, um, and I I, w- I always tell people like I didn't go to business school. I went to barber school. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I knew how to cut hair, and in my head I was like, oh, I need to just get a chair, and I'll be good. Yeah. And I'll, I'm I'm gonna like cut people's hair, and right. I'll be a barber. I have my license now, and it was just so much more than that. So yeah. I went to Sola, and I'm so grateful that I did because I really learned the business side of things, okay. mm-hmm. and um, just mm-hmm. like how to even count money back, and like just the simplest things that I didn't think about, how to yeah. check someone out, and taxes, and everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would highly recommend that to any like artist that does hair or anything mm-hmm. to go into something like that, just because then you learn how to manage yourself, and mm-hmm. then. Um, a year, exactly a year later, I found a spot that I'm in now right downtown and, uh, yeah, I've been there for almost two and a half years now. Hmm. So, yeah. And I'd say, and, and I just, as an observer, you know, I mean, I know you, but as an observer, uh, cause you're one, you're really good at, um, letting people not have to try to figure out right. what you guys do and what's going on, which I yeah. think is good. You don't make people work hard. Like, Hey, what's that like? And how, mm-hmm. how quality? Yeah. So observing you guys, I think have influenced a culture mm. of of barbering and 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 style and yeah. um even even hospitality a little like mm-hmm. i would say sure. that's influenced a little bit yeah. of like mm-hmm. how sure. you treat people yeah it's been awesome no i think um as far as that goes i feel like um it transpires into a lot of things you know i mean even in a church it goes into like a restaurant it goes into anywhere you go in the service industry it's like um how you're treated isn't most important, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that above all, above all else, it's like, you know, if, if I own anything, you know, any business, it's like, I wanted to just be treated good. You know, that mm-hmm. we all do, you know, mm-hmm. you go to, you go anywhere. You're like, yeah, their product is amazing, but they don't treat you right. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, that's the worst thing, you know, cause yep. you want to tip this person amazing, but they just weren't doing yep. what they were supposed to. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important because, I mean, that will make or break a business, in my opinion. And, I mean, we all have bad days. It's not like I'm right. obviously perfect. And there's some days, you know. And that's one thing I try to um, pride myself on is just being real, you know. Cool. Yeah. Because I think it's important, kind of yeah. like, you know, what you said on the topic of the conversation was, is like, um, maybe this will influence someone to do something they've always wanted. And yeah. I think it was, it's more or less like, you know, you can be successful, but also still be a real human being, you yeah. know? And I think that's important, you know, like uh-huh. people think like, I mean, you probably get it all the time. It's like, you know, you're a pastor, but you, you live, I mean, you were in Jordans and you like, you're a real human being. I'm a normal the, person. Yeah. At the end of the day. Well, so, yeah. you know, like we all have our things. So I, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. even like diving into like the, the new brand and everything I'm creating, it's like, um, I used to be so ashamed of having anxiety and and having my own personal issues that like, I feel like not even using it as like a a way to market, but it's just who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what people will really appreciate about Mm -hmm. not even the cutting hair aspect, but just my brand as a whole is like, Hey, you know, these people struggle with the same things I do, you Mm -hmm. know, that that we struggle with on a daily basis. So like, you know, um, I don't know. I get messages sometimes people like, you know, I, it's cool, you know, that 
you're doing what you're doing and you have anxiety or you, cause uh, I've had it and I thought I needed to stay in this hole uh, forever, you know, yeah. or stay in this box. You yeah. know, it's like, no, dude, use it as your fuel. Yeah. And I think that's what I, I try to do every day. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I have bad days all the time, but I try to just keep striving, you know, for, for better. So. You, you've done things and, and, and forgive me, man, if it's, if it's normal, mm -hmm. it just hasn't been normal to me. So, but if you're, I've seen you guys do things like um, offer haircuts for folks that, I think in our community sometimes you're you're given you're given I think free haircuts to some people who are ostracized or For sure. or or passed by uh, right. overlooked yeah hundred percent mm -hmm. you know I think there was a I was just talking to someone um, downtown um, there there's a discussion that needs to be had and I think it's just education at the end mm -hmm. of the day okay. mm -hmm. in my opinion you know like mm -hmm. like telling the lady and it's not even her fault but the lady who's never been around. Uh, poverty right like mm -hmm. and it's not her fault but like she opened a business downtown and she's not used to seeing this drunk guy okay. who walks in who has money but like don't turn the guy away you know what i mean yeah. because he he wants to just he in my opinion we all have our addictions our own addictions mm -hmm. of something it could yep. be coffee it could be whatever yep. Yep. and that's his and i think he should be treated equally you know and there's a fine line if he starts being disrespectful of sure. course he shouldn't be allowed in the business but i can't tell you how many times that um, we have had an issue, but also um, the good outweighs the bad for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, there's mm -hmm. the guys that walk in, they're like, hey, I have money. I, I just haven't had a haircut in months and I'm so glad you guys are down here. And, you know, like I'm like, you don't have to pay me, but you can go clean up the alley for me. You know, like, mm -hmm. you, can, you know, like mm -hmm. that way you don't, you don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm giving you a handout that you're going to use to go drink or you're going to use to do whatever. It's like you're working for this haircut. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's going to make him feel good. It's a win for the day. It's a partnership too, though. And yeah. that's what I, I love about you looking, being somewhere awesome right. and coming home yeah. to help lift everything right. here too. I think that's so for powerful, sure. but it's a partnership. Like you're right. saying we're neighbors. This is community. Yeah. So let's let's do this together. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, and I, I mean... Yeah, the it was an interesting story that we did the haircuts for the homeless um, outside my shop, and I always try to do that more, but it's just tough when you're you're constantly busy with your sure, actual no, day. No. We're trying to find days to do it because um, mm -hmm. I want to do it on a regular basis. And um, this one individual, he we cut his hair, and he looked at me and smiled, and he said, "I needed two things." He said, "I needed a haircut, and I need to get my license." And I, oh, I have my haircut. You know, wow. and so I just need awesome. to get my driver's license. And, and it's like that. That's why I became a barber yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. you know, because I have Will as my stepdad and yeah. I have good, awesome, like role models in my life. Yeah. But as far as like having it's important to have a male figure in your life for but, sure, Um, in my opinion. And as far as like a cool hangout, I didn't have that, you know, mm. when I was a kid. Yeah. And that's what I want to create. Okay. Mm. It's like, hey, those guys. They're into shoes. They're into giving good haircuts. They're into culture. They're into music. They're yeah. into treating people good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I want to create. That's why yes. I went with the rebrand of um, being Sixth Throne now and not Black Hills Barbershop because I found myself becoming just a barbershop. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just, huh. I, gotcha. I was doing so, gotcha. I was, you know, I say that and people are like, oh, you, you know, you were doing good things, but it was like, I felt like I wasn't allowed to be myself in a weird way. Okay. It was just like, hey, you know, we're the downtown local barbershop and we cut hair. It's like I have. I feel like, in a humble way, me, Carlos, Ryan, and whoever else is going to work at the shop, we have way more to offer than just cutting your hair. Yeah, you know, because we're normal people who've been mm -hmm. through. Yep, mm -hmm. we've ex we've experienced death. You know, I mean, yep. I've talked to you about yep. with my when my dad passed away, and then it's like, just a safe place yeah. is more important to me yes. than just a haircut.
because at the end of the day, it's like, that's, that's what we need. You know, you can get a haircut anywhere, but you can't get a good experience everywhere, you know, and for that's, sure. That's so why. let's, let's talk about this a little bit, because I, I think when people say, uh, let's say they grow up in their hometown, right? Uh, no, I think it's normal. You grow up in your hometown. You're like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Right? Here right? all the time. <laughs> that, that's, that's just, that's normal. And I, I don't fault anybody for that. Right. I don't live in my hometown. Like, right. For sure. So. But what's interesting and what I think we can learn from you is you are in your hometown, but your, uh, your barber shop is bigger than and going bigger than your hometown. So, cause I think sometimes we think, well, if I stay in my hometown, I'm restricted. I'm totally yeah. restricted. I can't, I can't yeah. do it all. So tell us, tell everyone, you know, what the barbershop was first called and, and the agenda and you've made a recent transition. Right. And I think that's like. You are local, but you are reaching further than local. Right. So t- tell us the story of the, of the change. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So um, like I said, it was, I found myself, so so initially, you know, to start off, it was like when I was cutting hair in the apartment, not knowing what I was doing, yeah. cutting Carlos's hair for three hours, <laughs> burning his neck with the clippers, mm. like... I was Dom cut it, you know, like that. Okay. that's what I started this with. I'm Dom, but my bar, my hair name or whatever my yep. instagram name yep. was dom cut it and that's what i have helped me build what i have today the brand so and then it became black hills barbershop and yep. then it was dom made pomade you know yep. and yep. then it was like one day it just hit me like six months ago i'm like this is extremely hard to market like mm. all of these and be good at it because i used to do merch for dom cut it with the scissor logo and okay. that was a thing and then i yep. stopped doing that because now i had black hills barbershop and i'm trying to market for that and yep. then i had this product company that I'm starting. And then I was like, I need to just like make it one cohesive brand that was uh, me, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And, and yep. something that we all believe in. And um, that that cultivated into being now Sixth Throne. And mm-hmm. um, I felt as barbers, um, we, we craft crowns every day, you know? Like we're constantly, yeah. they say you should invest in your hair because it's the crown you can't take off. Huh? And it's, it's true, you know, and I think it's equally as important to invest on what's on the inside mm-hmm. than it is the outside. Yep. Yep. You come to us, we make you look good on the outside. But if you're not doing whatever you do to make you feel good, you know, whatever's yep. feeling your cup for the week, yep. you're, you're saying yep. you're not going to mm. you're not going to um, feel good. Your crown's not going to be polished, I guess, sure. you know, and um, love it. That's where the crown aspect came from. And. Um, a lot of places, even in the Bible, it talks about seven being the number of completion, perfection. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know what, how, how it hit me, but I worked with a team of people. Um, and six is one shy of seven. Mm -hmm. It represents imperfection. And Mm -hmm. I feel like my whole life story with my dad passing away, um, all the obstacles to this point, it was like, we're all imperfect people. They're striving for better. The throne, I don't, you know, cool. I, don't, I don't know. The throne's just our potential, you know, yeah. and and that's why we named it Sixth Throne because we're cool. imperfect people striving for better, and um, I feel good about it. I I'm honestly good. do. I just feel like it's it feels like my shop now, you know. Cool. It feels like the brand, one brand that we're pushing yeah. that we all believe in, and that's just to be better, you know. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, that's what the brand is, is just to be better, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so you talk, so you talk about authenticity and vulnerability. So let's talk just quickly about this. Uh, when you were going through changing what what a community knew as Black Hills Barbershop, right? And you're making the change. Yeah. Were you 100% certain this was <clears throat> this was going to hit and that it was it was awesome? Or uh-huh. did you have any? Did you have hints of is this going to work? 
Absolutely. I think that um, one thing I had to learn about myself, especially having anxiety and stuff. Sure. Um, if it doesn't scare you, you're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I started to become a little more comfortable with the feeling of being scared. Cool. <laughs> and like not like yep. that feeling you're like, oh, should I do this or that? Or as the simple as like, should I wear this today or wear this? That mm-hmm. feeling of like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. Yep. It's like that. That's a good thing, you know, yeah. because it helps you grow. You know, when you go back to try on the outfit the next time, you know that it's not that big of a deal. So just, you, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. of course, it freaked me out. You know, I think I was probably in tears that I can't remember. I, I was I was pretty uh shooken up the night i posted that we were gonna change you were know? you really yeah just because i was like so i'd love to hear that just because i i think yeah. that's normal dude yeah that's- for sure i think uh because on the outside you know it was like to the guys that don't have social media let's say there was not a problem mm-hmm. right it mm-hmm. was just hey they're you know they're doing well this is a barbershop yeah. that's being yeah. ran and that's good yeah and it's like why would you change your name to, to sixth throne and and to me it's like local works here i was telling them it's like it's it's Black Hills Barbershop, I have nothing negative to say. It was nothing bad was happening. It was just that in order to grow in, in, in for me being a creative and a visionary, I feel like you have one life to live. And I, I feel like <clears throat> I didn't want to just stay in Rapid City. I think that now what the brand is and what it represents, there's more people that yeah. can relate to Sixth Throne mm-hmm. than Black Hills Barbershop. Because yep. mm-hmm. if I go to these trade shows in Connecticut or these, these big hair shows and I have – you have American Crew and you have Black Hills Pomade. Yep. You know what I mean? You already oh, know sure. what American Crew is about. Yeah. You, you know yeah. it's been around forever. Black Hills, it's like, oh, like aesthetically, like what what are the Black Hills? If you're not from here, you don't know. Right. Yeah. And so it, it was just a business move to to help market down a national level potentially mm-hmm. one cool. day. And that and that's those are the type of goals I like setting for myself. It's like mm-hmm. I'm I'm here locally doing my thing. We're cutting hair, everything is going well, but like I'm striving to be the biggest hair company in the world, you know, like that, that's my goal, you know, is to, to get as big as I can to come out with beard balms, beard oil. I want to do a shampoo and conditioner. I want to do, um, we're doing pomades. We're doing all of those things, you know, mm-hmm. even a cologne, you know, like Sweet. I, I thought about doing that Ooh. just cause the, it was speaking crazy. my language. Man. <laughs> the, the, people I, the people I worked with, like, uh, I worked with, um, a person in like in marketing, there's so much to do with smell, you know, like you guys could probably like relate to like a place that you go to and you're like, Oh, I just love that restaurant or that Mm -hmm. store. And I always take it back to, I've never shopped there and I'm not making fun of people that do, but, um, Remember the store Hollister? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> you could smell it from the parking lot. Yes. I believe owned by the same company that Abercrombie Fitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Dude, like, I sprayed we're related. Abercrombie we're related. perfume <laughs> in David's face once accidentally while we were I'm shopping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I honestly like maybe I bought a shirt there or something. I don't know back in the day, but the one thing I know about that place is that it smells good. Yep. You know, and there's something about yep. smell. That's why I was just yep. saying that it was um just to create the brand and that's it's the hmm. most important thing to me because you you could be and that's the thing is like it's not even knocking people that are that get comfortable to me you know like backtracking a little bit it's like one of the biggest things and i've gone so far but like when my dad passed away i feel like i lived my life like uh, i always use the analogy of like i was sitting in the backseat of a car just like looking at my phone okay until the day he died hmm. and then it forced me like it was like we got t-bone and it forced me to like mm. put my phone down and look forward Dude. you know mm-hmm. and like life is precious you know yep. and like we get one life to live and to me it's like it's not about being famous or having you know a bunch of money but it's it's just about 
exceeding your potential you know what yeah. i mean and like yeah. getting off the fence yeah. about whatever it is that you want to do you know it's yeah. like you got to pick you know what would you want to do and go for it you know yeah. and, and not have any regrets because i mean if you asked me 10 years ago i know people say this but like i never thought i'd be where i'm at you know mm, like yeah. I, I really didn't i i thought I, maybe i'd be playing baseball okay. and yeah. i don't know doing something but i didn't think i would have own a barbershop downtown and it's crazy to talk about it like this because it doesn't <laughs> seem real sometimes i'm like dang it i made it happen but it was just that little like push but mm -hmm. i was saying the whole dad thing because that's what motivated me it was yeah. like it made me wake up and yeah. like, you know, you have to go, you have to do something, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's not going to fall in your lap and people aren't going to hand it out to you. So, um, make the best of what you got and, and, mm -hmm. and go, you know, I, every single time that I wanted to quit or wanted to just like stop or wanted to move home when school sucked because I didn't have any money. Okay. I had to pack my stuff up at school to go home, to cut my roommate, to pack it back up to go to school like, and like go to the barbershop that I was working at to pack okay. it up there to, you know, just to go mm -hmm. back to school the next mm -hmm. day. And I'm like, God, this is draining, you know, yeah. like, what am I doing? Is this really for me? And then I won that barber battle. And then I did that same little mm -hmm. thing again. Yep. And then I cut a, a celebrity and then I did it again and cut another yeah. celebrity. And yeah. I was like, dang, like it's just adversity. When it gets hard, you got to yeah. keep going because yeah. that's when people quit. You know, if you're that, that feeling when you get a side ache, when you're running a mile, you gotta push past yep. that or you're never gonna run yep. too you know yeah. same thing um yeah. obviously i don't run very many miles but i'm trying i hate running <laughs> I'm just what well, i love though is with with the sixth throne it you're you're uh, i see it as because i think you're being so wise and making the most of every opportunity and you're looking you're looking yeah. you're hitting for the fences is that a baseball term i don't know yeah good, you're, good for job swinging for yeah, the fences for sure. i was gonna say shooting but that's basketball but um, what I also love, though, is you're you're like tying an anchor down for a culture that you want to create yeah. um, that is not only something that that will change this community, but it could change other communities, too. And I love that, that your right. your heart is to have a posture of vulnerability and transparency and connection and helping yeah. people be seen and known mm -hmm. and then go do that. Right. And that's what I, I love about it, because I think that that um, transcends you're right. It, any kind of things that come that are awesome from it, you're you're deciding this is who we are and what we want right. to be. And I think that that is huge. Yeah, for and sure. I'm super pumped that it's here. <laughs> yeah, thank for that you. Re like for that reason and many more. But I think that yeah. that that matters when when you're really offering far more than for just sure. one thing. Yeah, no, yeah. and kind of what you were saying too, as far as like people want to leave their hometown. You know, it's yep. like um, I don't know if I ever had that idea of like just canceling rapid city and yeah. i'm done with it but i'm like i'm fueled by challenge you know mm. i think like oh rapid will never be cool and then in my head i'm like oh, i want to make this the coolest yeah. state state like in in the u.s you know like that's what my <laughs> yeah. heart so i'm like i hate when people say that because i'm like yeah. this, this is my hometown and i yeah. I, I really love this place yeah. and um it's growing you know like we see new buildings yep. and construction mm -hmm. constantly mm -hmm. going on all the time and it, it makes me happy because it is what you make it, in yeah. my opinion. Yep. Yep. And um, like I said, I, I was horrible at school, you know. And, and I like I like, it took me to like really realize what I wanted to like for school not to be hard in barber school because, like, barbers like the book work was kind of hard for me in barber okay. school. But I'm like, this is what I want to do. And once you find what you actually want to do and you go pursue it, like it doesn't, it's not hard anymore huh. because <laughs> your passion isn't hard. You know what I mean? Like for sure, it, it's dude. what you love. Sometimes I'm like. 
I'm about to get paid for this con- like this haircut I just yeah. gave this guy. Like, <laughs> I don't even remember doing the haircut. I just had a great conversation and listened yeah. to like the new album of some you know some music album. You know what I mean? Like, or watching the basketball game. Like, mm-hmm. like I get paid for this. You know, like, <laughs> it's weird sometimes because I'm. It's really real. Like I, I don't. Hmm. And I think everyone should feel that and and strive for that. You know, yeah. it, because whatever your your family however it was in the past with your family or whatever um generational things were going on i don't think that has to be you you know Mm -hmm. not saying mine was bad but it was just you know i just wanted more you know like Mm -hmm. just to create a business because i was the had the worst grades in high school and i wanted to prove to my myself most importantly that i could start a business and 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 do that Mm -hmm. and and the kid that's watching this or whatever show it's like you know, you don't have to be a straight A student to be a, a mm. successful business owner or to be a pastor. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you've overcame adversity. For sure. You know man. what I mean? And and I'm sure you have too. So, yeah, I, I mean, I graduated I, high school with actually, <laughs> oh, uh, here, I'll just say it. I'll say it publicly. <laughs> My high school GPA was 2.29. Uh, not impressive in any right. way. That's like barely getting through it. So I went to college on academic probation. Graduated college, no idea how I did it, but mm-hmm. I graduated. And then eventually I go to do my my master's, my graduate stuff. I go in on academic probation, uh, got straight A's with my master's. Because it's practical uh, too, though. It it's practical. What, it's what you love. It was right. finally yeah. out of this theory, this right. what if. No, it was like, take what we're learning and plug it into what you're doing yep. and figure it out. And I was the same thing. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to move it around. I want to I want yeah. figure this out. And I think uh, one great lesson to learn from you is that, you see potential and you don't say, oh, I see potential. I hope someone does something about it. Right. You see potential and say, I can play a role in that. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big deal mm-hmm. about, about yeah. being where you're at. Doing, do, like what, what should you be doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Well, part of this, where do you see potential? Where, where, mm-hmm. Everyone sees something. Right. Like, where, like, then go, go that route right. and, and yeah. don't, don't belittle sure. the things like, well, when I was... Younger, I used to cut hair. I wonder if that has any connection right. to what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, I had this co- crazy conversation with this kid, um, maybe sophomore, junior in high school. And he told me, I, I said, what do you like to do? And we were just having like small talk. And he was like, well, I like to do music. And he kind of like said it quietly. And, and I was like, that's awesome. You know, yeah. I, I love music. Like, what kind of music do you do? And he was like, well, there's a lot of like, you know, these SoundCloud rappers in Rapid City and they're not very good. So I don't like telling people I do music because I don't want to be put in that category. Okay. And he was like ashamed of like, but then Mm -hmm. at the end he was like saying he was kind of like ashamed of saying he, he like was a rapper because you know what I'm like, you could be the next Drake. You actually could, you know what I mean? Like, maybe no one's never told you that, but you can actually go do that. Mm -hmm. And then he was like. Well, actually, like I won like a huge competition on Instagram with Christina Aguilera and all, and I was like, "What? There you go, dude! Like, you're like, why are you ashamed? Like, you're on the right, right track, you know?" Right. And hmm. that, and that's the thing uh, is, like, I, I just want people to. I'm not trying to like reinvent the wheel or anything. I just want people huh. to chase their dreams, you yeah. know, and yeah. like do it, you know, because you, you don't have to follow and be trapped in the box that society tries to put us in. In yep. my opinion, it's like you need to do this because this is where you're at in your life, and then you do this, and then you. It's like create your own path, you know. For sure, dude. You know, you're be a trailblazer of whatever you're trying to do. Um, and there was just a need, in my opinion, for um a modern barbershop in Rapid City, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I wanted to create and set out was more of an experience because, like I said, you can get your haircut a lot of places, but you're not, you know, you're. 
It's about the experience. And that's what I, I, mm. I, I really believe that because I go anywhere. And if I never, I don't care if it was the coolest flight club in New York, we go there to shop for shoes or something. If we're not treated right, I just don't want to ever go back there. Yeah. And it could be the yeah. coolest place ever, but it's, mm -hmm. it's the experience and mm -hmm. just making people feel like kings and queens, you know? You have, uh, you, you have and you are contributing to our community, but I, I think even bigger than that, your story can I, it, but anyone's story can be a spark for someone else's story. For mm -hmm. sure. And that's what, uh, mm -hmm. that's what I think this is so meaningful for all of us. Like, okay, so just, just hearing what, what might seem like, well, I'm just telling, I'm just telling what happened. I'm just telling what I'm doing. I hope, I hope, you know, keep telling your story. Right. Like, I'm, and I hope you do keep telling it, keep telling it, keep telling, it, keep living it, keep going after potential because that will become the spark for people you have no idea became a spark yeah. for. Right. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I'm, <clears throat> there's this uh, kid that messaged me from Brazil like two days ago and he said he was a fan and I was like, what? <laughs> like, don't ever <laughs> tell me that. I was like, <laughs> but no, like kind of what you were saying is like, you never know who's watching, you know? And yeah. I think I would never think someone in Brazil knew who I was, you know? And it's like, yeah. that started from a $20 pair of clippers at TJ Maxx. That's you know? crazy, dude. <laughs> and, and I'm not, I, I'm not trying to like, you know, like sound cocky by it's, no. it's true. You know, like yeah. you, if you're going to do it, you should go for it, you mm -hmm. know, like just yeah. full force. And I always tell people, it's like, I have that personality because I try to be a, a ice fisherman. <laughs> it's like, I can't just be an ice fisherman. Like I can't yeah. just go <laughs> once. Like I went to Shields and bought all the bells and whistles and never did it again. <laughs> you know, it's like, but I think you need, should yeah. have that drive. And if yeah. you're going to do something like you should do it, go, go, go for it. Go yep. for it. Like, yeah. Try to be the best at it. And, um, but yeah, I mean, just, be 1% better every day. That's kind of like what I'm pushing for. Love it. It's awesome. Well, yeah. uh, for those who are watching, listening, I hope this has been inspiring. I I, I, I love hearing people's stories. Mm -hmm. So Dom, thanks for taking the time. I know sure. I know you're a busy dude. So yeah. thanks for taking the time. Um, for those of you who have questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, if you if you just even connect to Sixth Throne uh, mm -hmm. and, and you can find them on the internet, not difficult. Yeah. Uh, but but hit us up if you have questions or thoughts. You can just text us uh, 605-250-1224. But uh, we love you guys very much. Thanks for watching and listening.